see change is inevitable. So it's never too late to make a difference as an individual. Because we got to do that to become better as a whole. All for one. And one for all. Oh, nope, it went. Ah! What's up, Wolfpack? How the fuck are we? <laughs> I love that. Do it again. <laughs> I heard you over there, Ed. <laughs> I tried to mute it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, though. I loved it. I've been actually thinking about doing that like for a while, starting that. I actually have a whole thing behind howling to prove a point to certain people, or like not to certain people, just people in general about something. We can talk about that later if you want. But yeah, that was that was actually kind of cool that you did that. Uh, this is the group live for Friday, January the 21st. Um, shit, where'd the screen go? Fucking, where's the screen? Chris, send Christine an invite. She said she wanted to join. All right, you're going to have to give me a minute. Uh, okay. You, you made me fucking lose track. What was I talking about? Group live for the 21st. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is the group live for the 21st. If you want to join, all you have to do is let us know. Uh, I'm trying to pull up the comment section right now, and then I'm going to tag everybody, let let everybody know that we're that we're live. That wants to be let known that we're live, since Facebook wants to do its own fucking thing. Barbie, that tried to call me out the other day, and I was right once again. I'm always right, always. Even when I'm wrong, I'm still right. Just want to let you know. So I'm going to do that. I'm Rooster, and I'll let the other ones introduce themselves. All right, I'm going to I, I am Ed. Becky. Tiffin. And Ed and Chris, be good tonight. No promises. <laughs> so, just for shits and giggles. Oh, actually, before I, before I do anything else, um, if you are watching this live but do not want to participate in it, participate in it and you have questions put your question in the comments in all caps this way we can see it and get to it quickly so before we go any further i would like yeah hold on how how, how do we add somebody i don't how know how did we do that before i thought yeah i thought i knew that i don't know that's uh, quite Oh wait, you're not on a phone, Chris. No. Can you? Can any of you three add? Or Becky, can you add? I can't. All I can do is watch together. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. All right. Hold on. I think I remember. Go ahead, Ed. My bad. Okay. So before we get started on tonight's topic, which is still the same topic from earlier this week, win or lose, at least you're doing something. I want to do an affirmation part. I really kind of have started to really like these cards. And I know it's not the beginning of the day, 
but that doesn't mean shit. An, an, an affirmation does not have to be a, at a certain point of the day. You can do an affirmation card the night prior and carry it over forever fucking long you need to and to the next day. So it doesn't fucking matter. Affirmation's affirmation, okay? Fucking love it, okay? End of story. Today, I am kind. Today, I will make this day count. I will do something kind for someone. I like that one. Yep. Um, I do, uh, do not remember how I did it. I know, um, I think I had to copy the link or something, but I can't actually, maybe that's it. Hold on. Keep going. Keep going. You just don't pay no attention. Like you fucking all do 90% of the time anyway. I was just going to say, you said it tonight, so tonight we can. What, pay no attention Don't to pay attention to that, Tiffin. I was testing it out. Earlier this week, Chris and I had talked on win or lose, at least you're doing something, and we had brought up some really awesome points and about it all and everything else. Unfortunately, uh, when he and I get into the heat of things and we start building up this momentum and just fucking roll with shit, I forget to write things down because I'm fucking focused and concentrated right here and not on writing down what we say. Every once in a while, I'll get something. I am a genius! Sorry, Ed. Fucking A, look at you go. Ignore him, ignore him, remember? Ignore him. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. So, I know one of the... One of the things that was, was said was don't make excuses, make changes, and taking advantage of opportunities as they, as they arise. So, and that, that kind of led into that whole quote by whomever type of deal. Chris, you, you remember what I'm talking about there? Uh, one is Les Brown. I believe it's Les Brown. It's either Les Brown or T.D. Jakes, but I'm pretty sure it's Les Brown, and it says something about, um, I would rather be ready for an opportunity that never presents itself rather than not be ready and an opportunity present itself. No, no, it, that ain't it. Freaking part of it's right. Half of it's right. Oh, no, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm tired, y'all. Tired. Something like some, something along the lines of like that, but like, but not be ready and miss an opportunity or something like that. I don't know. Really should freaking work. Write it down and put it on the wall so I can reference it because that that's a hot that's a hot one. It is like that is one that could be gone back to multiple multiple times. So don't make excuses. Make changes. I really like that one, but I don't remember exactly what we were talking about when that came up. But it'll come to me eventually. So. It is Les Brown. It's, it's better to, to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than have an opportunity and not be prepared. Yes. Yes. Write that down, honey. Write that down. I'll remember the second one if you refresh my memory about what that one was. It was the Christine, same you want it? 
What the fuck happened? Oh, that wasn't the mute button. Christine, you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> I'm Christine. Hi, everybody. Thanks for the fabulous fucking introduction. That was the best thing I have ever seen since, like, sliced fucking bread. That was, like, that got me so fucking motivated. I want to go punch little kids in the face now. I'll be right back. I'm going to go kick some kittens. <laughs> Christine raised her hand. <laughs> go ahead. Look, I'm tired, and I got to work tomorrow morning, but I wanted to participate. So, like, I'm trying. Okay, I'm on my second cup of coffee. I've been waiting for three fucking hours for this damn thing, just so I could sit on here for an hour and then fucking go to bed. Okay, that's motivation. At least you showed up. Win or lose, at least you did something. Exactly. This is in a rare form tonight. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. So, Christine, since you have been anxiously awaiting to get on here for three hours clearly you have something that's just got you chomping at the bit so why don't you go ahead and share i'm going to put you in the hot seat all right so as you all know the end of november middle of november things haven't been going the greatest okay you know we got covid and we had flu and then, like, a bunch of shit fucking happened, and I haven't talked to anybody. Like, I've been pretty much, like, to myself. It's been batshit fucking crazy. But it, it was like I told my dad today. I have to go with the flow. And I think that sometimes people feel like they have to, they have to fight for control. But sometimes I think people just need to remember that the best thing that they can do in that moment is just to go with the flow of things. Like ant flow? Sure. <laughs> Release the toxins from your body every month? Wow, he really is in rare form, isn't he? <laughs> it's, it's going to be a night. It's going to be a night, guys. It's going to be a night. We're going to talk about whatever at the moment uh, the estrogen is actually ruling the room so i'm sorry guys but you're outnumbered christ compels you demons release the blood of jesus from you uh, <laughs> nice thing about having pcos i don't have that problem <laughs> i i i uh i once heard that God, God had created women to have periods, to bleed, so, so the evil could get out. <laughs> is that what or not, I don't think Ed's ever earned his red wing. <laughs> I have. It was a horrible mistake. Don't do it. I don't recommend it. Zero stars. Been traumatizing, if I'd say so. Christine, you got your hand raised still. Did you did you still want to talk or that look hell no? She's more like, what the frick did I just get into? I know what I want to talk about. Christine, what was your lovely post freaking about on Facebook? The one you posted in the group. You gotta be a little bit more specific. It was basically telling people to stay the fuck out your business. Oh my god, that was my ex-husband. Did you post it on what? his page too? <laughs> what? I, I wanted to be nosy. No, so 
this has been going on for over a year, right? Where the kids are going back to their dad and they're like, oh, well, he, you know, so-and-so's being mean and da-da-da-da. So then their dad's like, well, he needs to be, you know, keeping to himself and not telling my kids what to do, da-da-da, and making empty threats about how he's going to beat so-and-so's ass and all this stuff. And, like, he's shown up here, like, multiple times, like, out out front of my house, yelling, screaming, I'm going to beat so-and-so's you know, so -and -so's ass, I'm going to take care of it myself, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then, you know, and I mean, it, it just got to the point where I, I, I don't want that person even on my property no more. Like, I can't deal with it. When I get close to that time when the kids are going to be picked up by their dad or her, his girlfriend, like, my anxiety is, like, through the fucking roof. I don't want to be at home. I don't want to be in the same town. I don't want to be in the same fucking county. Like, I don't want to be here. And... I know my boyfriend feels like, you know, the kids are against him. But I'm like, this shit's been going on for, for fucking ever. Like, you know, ever since Gabriel was born, this shit's been going on. Like, you're a bad mom, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, this has been going on for 15 fucking years. And I'm just sick and tired of him trying to get involved, of how I'm raising my kids, and everything else because he's basically saying that just because Josh lives here and has lived here for over a year, the kids do not need to listen to him. Hey, Christine. Yeah. Just, just so you know, let's try not to use names just for HIPAA reasons. Sorry. It's okay. It's really hard not to do. Trust me. I did it last week like two or three times. So, like, you're not alone. Haha. <laughs> Tell them win or lose. At least you're doing something. But, no, I just wish he would keep his nose out of our business. The kids are not being abused. They're not being neglected, you know. And I'm, I'm quite frankly, just freaking over the drama. Sorry, I was dealing with my child. I was going to say something. I don't remember what it was. And then Chase made this weird, see, I did it again. Then he made a freaking weird noise. And I'm like, lost my train of thought. So just to kind of, just to give you an idea of what me and my ex-wife do, we do not meet on each other's properties whatsoever. We actually meet in a public place just to kind of eliminate that whole bit. Because like, if you're in a public place, in a public setting, you or the other person is less likely to do something stupid in a sense, because you are in the, the eye of the public. Um, so that may be something to possibly consider. Well, today they got picked up before I got home, so I'm perfectly okay with that. It's just... When you think that you're past something and, you know, you've healed and you've grown and you've forgiven, you haven't forgotten but you've forgiven yourself for holding on to that anger and everything else. And then it pops up. And I, I have really had to ask myself, like, am I supposed to be learning something from this? Is there something that like, you know, that healing wise that I needed to be doing that I thought that I healed, that I hadn't healed from, 
But I, then I realized it wasn't something that was for me. It was the fact that somebody else is trying to have control where they have no control. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I have my hand up. I, was, I actually have something I wanted to talk about that's in relation to this topic that Chris and I had actually said directly Tuesday, and something had happened. I don't know when it had happened, but I had found out about it Wednesday, and it tied back directly to what Chris and I had said. And I wanted to share that, but I didn't want to cut Christine off. So, I mean, Christine, if you've got more to say, by all means, go ahead and say it, because I, I know what I want to say. I'm good. It just starts becoming overwhelming and gets my anxiety up again. So now I'm just kind of like trying not to break down in tears. I'm just trying to kind of calm down because it just, it just really upsets me. Well, and you know, that's completely and totally understandable, right? It's, it's a lot to deal with and go through, especially, especially when you do have to hand kids off to a former I'm not even going to say uh, a former part of your life or the the, bio, the other half of the, the biological whatever, you know, significant, a prior significant other. Okay. Well, that's what we're just going to go with. The other parent. Right. So, but I do have some other news that kind of goes along with that, that you, you had said something about, uh, you know, being overwhelmed in it, just kind of getting to the point of you want to be, you know, break down crying tears. So here in the very few near future, uh, one of our topics that I, I would like to talk about is um, depression versus being overwhelmed and how the two are different but still correlate and how they have impacts on each other. But I mean, if you need to talk to someone prior to that, then by all means, let us know because we Lost you, Ed. What happened? Something sucked his attention away from what he was going to say. Squirrel. Can you hear me? Yes, now. I don't know. I, I, thought, I thought I said what I wanted to say. Did it cut me off? Yeah. At the end. Huh. Okay. So, okay, I was saying uh, one of our topics in the near future was going to be depression versus being overwhelmed and how the two correlate but are also very different and trying to understand and identify the differences between the two. That's that's all I had to say on that. Uh, you just, yeah, you cut off like you had more to say, like it's like something happened. I thought something was wrong on my end. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Unless I accidentally hit the mute button or something, which is very possible because I float my mouse over top of the mute so I can just hit my hit the button, the clicker. So that being said, is it okay if I talk about um, what I wanted to say? Or does somebody have something more? We all good? Okay. So... Chris, if you recall, our conversation that we had or our live that we had done Tuesday, we had talked about how when people such as ourselves with the, with the, the mental health issues, the disabilities, so on and so forth, we start off at a lower level, so to speak, okay? And when we're handed these challenges, we work ourselves through them. And then if these challenges arise again, 
it's not as big of a deal. It's an inconvenience, but we've already dealt with it once. We can deal with it again versus somebody who starts up on a higher tier or a higher level and they hit, get hit with these set of challenges. It brings them way down because they don't know how to, how to handle and cope and, and work through it the way that we have. Do you remember that conversation a little bit, right? Okay, so we had that conversation Tuesday. I actually had found out Wednesday morning that a classmate of mine had actually taken his own life. And it really kind of blew my mind because here I was, you know, when we were in school, this was me down here and this was him up here. Like he didn't have the issues that I had and so on and so forth. He was on a higher tier where I'm fucking struggling and fighting every day. And he's just fucking floating through life. Everything's kind of handed to him in a sense. You know, he didn't have the struggles that I fucking had. And now something happened. I don't know what happened. But he was faced with the challenge that he didn't know, I would assume, how didn't know how to manage. And he freaking dropped and plummeted right down through the floor. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my God. Like, don't get me wrong. It is completely um, upsetting that that has happened to someone that I know and that was a classmate of mine. But it just goes to, I hate using this as a, as a, as a, a reference point, but it just goes to show that what you and I are, what you had, you and I had said is not complete bullshit. Like for us being down here and working through our shit and leveling up, we see the changes. We know what it's like at the bottom to where the people that start up here, this is their bottom. Like they don't, they, they don't see anything below this until they're hit with it and they don't know what to do. So I, I, I'm more or less using that as a, a validation point. Like, there was a guy I knew, classmate of mine, up here, something happened, fucking plummeted. Like, that is just, it's just, it just blows my mind. But, it, like I said, I'm just, I was just kind of throwing it out there as a, as a, a validation point. Not, it's not even validation. As an example of what you and I were say, was saying is, it, it's legit. It's a, it's a fucking thing. Go ahead, Chris. Are you done? Okay, I just, I just want to make sure. Uh, no, I, I totally get <coughs> what you're saying, Ed. And a couple points out of that is, one, you know, you don't always know what the fuck somebody else is going through for them, you know, or to understand. And, you know, just because somebody, you know, like Ed said, and I'm not, you know, discrediting anything Ed said because he had very good points, but... Like he said, you know, he was the the other guy was like up here and started in life. You you know, you don't know his background or what de- maybe or inner demons or you know ha- you know home demons or anything like that. You know, goes on where and it's a very good point. You know, to put you know, <clears throat> but up there because kind of feel like a dick of saying this, but I'm going to say it because I'm just me, but. The point I made that Ed is talking about last week, or was the last week? No, it was Tuesday. Um, was basically, you know, you're a fucking warrior. You're a survivor. You know, you've how many battles have you been through to not let this friggin' you know, shit beat you down? 
and somebody that would be considered considered normal and hasn't suffered with these mental illnesses either as long as we have or at all that doesn't know what depression feels like and doesn't know what anxiety feels like you know ptsd all of that that we've been i don't want to necessarily say built for this shit but it's more like like that what the fuck does that uh oh i don't even that one batman movie with fucking uh the fucking uh uh was it Venom or not Venom? Fucking the other guy with the fucking mask, fucking Bane. like Darth Vane. That he says, and uh, I I can't remember what the fuck he says, but you, you know it's you basically adopted the you merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. Right, I was shit, or I was shaped. I was born. I was you know molded from the dark. I came from the dark, like you know, <clears throat> and that's something I don't think people, especially with us, with that we don't realize. Of how much stronger that we that that we how much stronger than we think that we really are. Like we really are stronger than what the fuck we think because we've dealt with it for so damn long. And the real point I brought up on Tuesday was that a normal person that ain't never dealt with this type of shit, it it break them. It would it would make them come down to their fucking knees because not necessarily saying they're they're weaker than us, but they've never dealt with this shit. So when it fucking hits them, it hits them hard. You know, not discrediting our shit either. It's just the simple, you know, facts of we've dealt with it for so fucking long. This is almost normal for us. Like, you know, when shit does fucking happen and when it does freaking, you know, go on, it's just almost like, okay, like, you know, you know, we're going to go through a depression bout. We're going to have anxiety. We're going to, you know, do all of this, but... And I'm sure there's many, many fucking times in everybody's, you know, life with these mental illnesses that you've had almost attempts or you've had thoughts of, of suicide, but you've not followed through if you're here. You know, if you're here and you're watching and you're still living and breathing, you've not followed through because you are stronger than what the fuck you think. The normal ones, it's more and less when something hits them like that, it's... It hits them and it fucking hits them hard. They don't know what the fuck to do. All right, I'm done. Yeah, and that's more or less the the point I, w I was trying to bring across. But yeah, it's just just you know, like like you said. So I'm a mute. Just because we've all been there before, and other people haven't per se, doesn't mean that we never had the first time we had to dig our way out. And I guess you have to kind of figure out and learn how to do that. Like Chris has said before, you know, um, the last time back in October, he had to get out of his head of wanting to commit suicide. Like he had to say it out loud. What the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you thinking? Um, it's kind of the same thing. Like you you have to learn what the warning signs are for yourself and try to figure out how to correct it and what to do to make it work for you and your benefit instead of it working against you. Like, what can you do to help yourself? Can you stop? Fucking agree. Anybody else? Christine, Becky? 
I think a big thing, I mean, I don't, I think most of us have dealt with depression since we were probably children. But I think a big thing, even though like we've dealt with depression and everything else, you know, is admitting that one, I feel that depression is, is normal. And I think it's, even though it seems like it's coming out a lot more than what it used to, um, acknowledging the fact that, okay, this is okay, but I still need to learn to make the changes, you know, in order to pull out of the depression. And, you know, those, I think for a lot of us, we learned as kids as a way to cope with our depression. I know with mine, um, as like a preteen and a teenager, I took up painting. That was how I coped with my depression. I wrote poetry. That was how I coped with my depression. I expressed it in an arti artistic, you know, way. And I think the biggest thing about becoming an adult and admitting that, yes, I had depression and I was dealing with depression was just acknowledging that it was just, it happens and that it's a normal part of our being and just letting ourselves know like it's okay it's okay to reach out for help it's okay to you know find an outlet that's a healthy outlet instead of just trying to suppress it and ignore it and feel ashamed by it yeah i mean i kind go ahead i mean that's kind of like you know win or lose at least you're moving or doing something like even when you are depressed, you can start to see or feel that it's happening and you got to do something, big or small, something. Um, Chris threw in my face today that he, uh, he goes, you and your fucking do one thing a day. Don't throw that shit back on me. Like, if you're tired, go go lay down. Go go take your nap. You did something today. You got up, you took the kids to school, you picked them up. Like, that can be your one thing. Like... <laughs> Big or small, like getting out of bed. Hey, at least you made it out of bed. You did something. You're you're moving. You are doing something. And I guess that's where I kind of get frustrated with people is they get into this space and they don't want to move. It becomes comfortable. But you're not doing anything to grow and be a better person. So are you really doing anything? You're, you're sitting there comfortable with, with what's going on around you. Like, I almost feel that sometimes people enjoy being in that depression because happiness is so foreign to them that they're afraid it's going to slip away, which I go through depression spells. Ed has gone through depression spells. You know, we all go through it. Yeah, happiness disappears, but it comes back. It's it's not something that you have to sit there and wallow in. You don't have to sit there and stay stagnant. It's not something that has to be all embodying, you know? Like you don't have to just sit there and be in that that space. Go ahead, Becky. Talking about like um being in the depression of people being comfortable. Yes, you can become comfortable, but in the back of your mind, you know it's wrong, and you feel guilty about it. You really do. But yet, you still don't want to do anything to change. You enjoy being comfortable. Like, for instance, talking for myself, being stuck in my, my chair. I'm comfortable there, but I also know 
I've got depression. I've got anxiety. And I can't live here. I'm fucking guilty for, I feel guilty for just living here. Living in this, being trapped. And it's not just the depression and the anxiety that got me trapped. It's my head, my mind. You're down, Becky. <clears throat> so, not picking on you. But I, I like that. I'm, I, I think that needs to be a topic for freaking uh, either a future live, group live, one of my lives, somebody's live, something um, of basically creating your own prison, trapping yourself in your own prison. You know, um, it may sound like I'm picking on Becky right now, but I'm not. I'm speaking in general. But we definitely create our own chaos. Like, so... Tiffin, Tiffin will, will, will understand that. And I'm using this as an example because I think a lot of times we think ourselves into a depression and we like think ourselves into an anxiety attack. Like it's, I've said it so many times before that it's like, it's in your own or it's, 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 it's not, it's not made up. I'm not saying that before somebody fucking says something, but it's all in your mind. Like that's where the key is. That's where the, 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 the power is. That's where everything like I, it's, I think it's so, I can't remember fucking numbers, but we're going to say fucking like the brain is capable of basically thinking like a million different thoughts in a day. But what it's not capable of is focusing and thinking two different thoughts at one single moment. It cannot do that. It has to focus on one or another. It cannot focus on, on two separate things at once. And now your subconscious mind can, that's, that's different. Like, you know, I can work and I can do shit and, you know, subconsciously I'm listening to YouTube, but I'm still doing different things, you know, still thinking about, you know, working and doing all this, but, you know, subconsciously I'm catching different things from YouTube. Um, but it's definitely, you think yourself and you create your own prison. I did this, um, yesterday. Tiffin, was it yesterday? I was talking to you about the credit cards and everything. Okay. So yesterday we didn't get to finish that conversation. I, I, Hey, you, you see that I'm on here, right? And you're, you're making noise. Like he's out all day to eat. And if he's just now eating, then you all are failing as a, as a dog parent or whatever the hell it's called. So I hope he's not eating for the first time today, but I would love if you were quiet and went the hell away. He's in his cage. Bye. Thank you. I did not mute myself during that. My bad. Hey, I don't want to hear your shit either, Mutt. Freaking, I was that—that that was the dog I was talking to. The Mutt was the dog. The other one was my kid. But so, I legit yesterday sat down to kind of plan of how to get my credit cards paid off and get my credit straightened around. Um, because I did the mistake of hold on real quick. He won't let us listen him listen to him yell at his kids this time. Oh, I'll let you hear this time. Somebody come put this fucking food and water in his damn cage because now he's scratching and whining at the cage and looking at the water and making me feel like an ass because he's dying of thirst. I was just trying to do that. 
You mean you're not an ass? No, I'm not. I, yes, I'm, I'm a great person. No, great, you're an ass. Amazing person. You're a self You're an ass. <laughs> that I am. That I am. Look, see, that looks like a good dog. Angel. Just sitting there being quiet, not doing nothing, just sitting on the couch. Not shitting on the couch, not shitting all over the floors, not fucking, not, not, not doing fucking bad dog things. Um, just give her a moment. She's only like three months old, if that, like, and she's a husky mix, so she's got an attitude from hell. I did not want another animal. This one came with the relationship. I could have dealt with the kids better. I'm dealing better with the kids than I am the dog. Like that, that was not part of the fucking deal. I was just going to say, does anybody remember the conversation where he said he might be getting another dog or another animal? Like, just throwing that out there. Like, Key word was might. And then I woke the fuck up and came to my senses and was like, nah, nah. Kids are worse than, or dogs are worse than kids. Okay, first of all, you got the relationship and the dog, so you're fucked. Time out. Chris wanted not a dog. He wanted a wolf. End of story. Okay. Thank you, Ed. See, that's I love you, Ed. That, that's different. Chris, he'll be over as soon as this live is over. He's going to go pack his stuff as soon as he's done, and he'll be, he'll be moving in, too. Not to cut Christine clean, off. Clean your face up, Daddy. <laughs> I'll get my jaw ready for you, Daddy. You're just mad, Chris, because you didn't get to choose the dog. That's a very good point. I wouldn't have chose this little fucking bitch ass of a mutt that fucking okay. pees every time I go to pet it. Okay, back on topic, guys. We're done talking about the dogs. Ooh, look at Tiffin fucking being all boss and shit. Thanks, everybody. That was Tiffin. Please tell her congratulations for never being allowed to join another live again. She won the, She won for the day. Fuck, could tell me what to do. I'm the boss. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank you. Chris, Chris, we about kicked you out before this even started, so... Thank you. I needed that. <laughs> Kick me the fuck out. Anyways, as I was saying, freaking, uh, I was, you know, sitting down with the credit cards and stuff, and, like, mind you, I do not have to, like, sit here and pay more and get these credit cards paid off anytime soon, but... And my mindset is like, I want to get my credit fixed. I want to work on this shit. I want to get my debt, you know, fucking taken away. And I literally sat here for like, it was probably about four to six fucking hours. I sat here crunching numbers, figuring out, you know, uh, bills, fucking all kinds of shit. By the time I was done, I was so drained, mentally drained from fucking sitting here staring at a computer because I didn't get up. I didn't fucking do nothing else but this. I became obsessed with it is what my problem was. And by the time I was done, I put myself in a fucking mood. Like, I was stressed the fuck out. I was starting to fucking kind of get anxious about, like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, then, you know, kind of like, not a depression, but it was like how, like, I started beating myself up. Like, how the fuck did I let myself get into this spot when I was doing so good and, you know, blah, blah. So then Tara got home from work. And then it was like, you know, like she instantly, you know, I kind of, I, I never did take it out on her, but she could just tell I was, I was in a fucking mood. And she was like, well, what's wrong? You know, and I talked to her, tried to talk to her about it, this and that. But like, I, and I even told her, like, I'm even more pissed off at myself 
that I did this and that I thought myself into this mode. Like, this is actually no big deal. There's no reason that I needed to sit down and make myself so stressed about this right now, especially when there's not a fucking thing I can do about it right now, but make the payments and fucking slowly dwindle it the fuck down. You know, lesson fucking learn. And, you know, it ended up affecting probably two, three hours of our time that we could have had, you know, being, you know, fucking happy about shit. And, you know, she thought something was wrong. And then that turned her into like, well, you know, well, maybe, you know, it, uh, uh, like, you know, her self-conscious, like, well, maybe I need to do more and I'll go work more hours. And I'm like, no, like this had nothing to fucking do with you. So, like, you know, this was all on me. Like, you know, I'm not having you bail me out of my shit. So just like that one thing, you know, with, 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 you know, I trapped myself. I made my own, my own fucking prison and put myself in that mindset. And I think we do that more and more and more than we realize. Go ahead, Christine, because I'm done. You, you and I must have been like in the same mental space because <clears throat> I've been going through looking at my credit trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. I've got car problems. I need a new car. And I'm like sitting there like overwhelmed because I don't have the money for it. And then I get my W-2s and I see how much less I made this last year than the year prior. And it's just like, it's overwhelming when you sit there and you dwell on it. And that's all you think about. And you know, the, the stuff that I have on my credit is like, it has lowered my credit so much that I will never have to worry about somebody stealing my identity ever. <clears throat> so I don't have to worry about identity theft, but it's still the, the, the fact that you want it to where, you know, you can do things. I can't do anything. I can't buy a car. I can't put a down payment on a house. I can't, I couldn't even get a mini loan to buy tires that I need for my vehicle. That was like the line where I just, I lost it. I completely lost it. And it's like the things that I need that I can't get because my credit's so bad. Is it my fault? 1000% it's my fault. You know, I acknowledge it's my fault. And then I got, you know, my, my boyfriend who's like, well, I'll just work a full-time and part-time job. I'll put in the overtime. No, that's, that's not, this, this was prior to you. This has nothing to do with you. This is me. This is on me. I have to fix my own shit, but it's still overwhelming. And that's where I've been at that mind, that, that headspace for the last month and a half where I know I sit here and I dwell on stuff and I let it eat me alive and I'm trying to find light at the end of the tunnel, but it's really freaking hard. Before anybody else goes, hold on, Ed. I just wanted to point out, if anybody else didn't catch that, me and, Bo, uh, me and Christine both just sat right here and said our significant other was trying to help us bail us out, and we both said, now, I didn't know anything about that, prior to this conversation she didn't know anything prior to my conversation you know that we just all had but we both sat here and said like it is not our significant others you know fucking um um responsibility to bail us out the fuck out of what we got ourselves in yes help is appreciated but we got ourselves into it and we're the only ones that could get ourselves dug out because if we don't we don't actually fucking do it ourselves then 
and, and you know, our significant other pays the fuck off, then guess what? We didn't learn our fucking lesson. It didn't hurt us fucking hard. So then that, you know, fucking, we'll just go back and fucking do it again. Enabling. All right. Sorry, Ed. I want to get that out before I fucking forgot. No, no, you're good. Like, absolutely, you're good. Um, That's they, what she said. Say, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they say that the light is brightest when things have, when things become the darkest. So more or less you I hate saying this, but you have to hit and this is a general statement. This isn't directed towards you or anyone, but you have to hit absolute bottom before you can climb back up. And that's that's just me myself I I have come from massive debt that was not entirely of my doing, but I did take fault for and I did I I felt responsible for taking care of my shit and there were times Tiffin was like well let me help and I'm like no I'll fucking take care of it like this is this is my shit like this is all before you I'll fucking take care of it and yeah it 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 eats you up alive it stresses you out it make it it gets you to the point it makes you sick it makes you sick it really does so Oh, we got two hands up. Uh, Chris, I think you had yours up first. I, I just wanted to say uh, Scott said hi in the um, from uh, uh, in the chat. He's from the, the or Scott, our, our brother from over there across the pond. It's always so cool when he gets on here because fucking he's over there in like uh, UK. I don't, I don't know where I don't remember where at the UK. But what's up, Scott? Bud, hope you're having a good uh, good night shift over there at work. I want to make sure we, we, we all said hi to you because I, I love when you get on, man. It's, it's, it's just so cool that we know you and you're part of the group. All right, I'm done. Hi, Scott. Thanks for showing up and being here. I really appreciate it. It's awesome. Um, I was actually going to uh, reference something that uh, I can't remember his actual name, but Paperboy had said in our, our live Tuesday, I wanted to bring it up as a reference, but I couldn't find it in the comments. Like, it was being stupid. It wouldn't show me the damn comments. But there was something that, that he had said Tuesday that was really freaking awesome. But I'll, 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 I'll figure it out later, I guess. But, Tiffin, go ahead. Um, on the whole lines of, yeah, the debt and everything else and trying to climb your way out and some okay me me because you know i've i've helped ed with hit some of his debt and everything else and and whatnot like don't i don't want you guys to think that i don't have debt like i have <laughs> probably more debt than all of you combined okay you guys just don't know about it <laughs> um but i don't have money i don't come from money like there's <laughs> there there's no money here but there comes a point where, okay, you're in a relationship and it's going to be a long-term relationship and, or you want it to be a long-term relationship. And if they're willing to help you get out of that, because in the long run, it frees up more money and more everything. So you guys can save more, you guys can do more, you know, all of that, then fucking take the help. If somebody's extending a hand, why why would you smack it away? 
I mean, it's it's because they care. And I, I get the whole, well, you don't want it to be thrown back in their face later, or you don't want them to throw it back in your face later. And I respect that. But if you know that this is going to be a healthy, non-toxic, long-term committed, like you definitively see a future with that person, I would take that help. You know, Ed and I, we had talked and we had decided that this was the best use of our money because guess what? We ended up being debt free. Well, we're not now, but I mean, we know what our limits are we can finally live within our means, but sometimes you need that extra hand to help. But I mean, if you guys want to dig your way out on your own, that that's fine too, but just know that you're going to suffer longer by not accepting that help. And that's where I kind of get frustrated because it's like, I'm offering a hand and you're basically, you know, smacking away saying, no, screw you. I don't want your help. That's just me. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I know it's probably a little bit of a sense of pride, but that's that's me, and that's how like I was raised, so to speak. I don't know, Ed. Can you vouch for that? On that's kind of how I was raised. I mean, Christine could vouch too, but you know, like if you're family, you're fucking family. You know, that's that's how I view it. So, Becky, go ahead. Um. This actually would be a good topic for future finances. Definitely be a good topic for the future. Um, one thing about being in this long-term relationship, let's say one of you has, nobody actually has excellent credit. Well, it, there are, but let's just say, a, you know, middle class, whatever you want to label it as, we don't always have good credit. And this is something that I have learned in the bankruptcy class, because I don't know how many of you guys know, but I filed bankruptcy in 2019. I had to have to bail out $100,000 worth of debt, most of the medical bills because I didn't have insurance, and my first husband be still ever loving stuffing out of me. So I couldn't pay for it, but I needed help. So I've been married three times as well. Let's say the uh, other husbands have had good credit, and I have shitty credit. I marry them, it brings their credit down, and it, it really does. It's something to consider. When you're in this long-term relationship, let's say you want to take it to the next level. You want to marry this person. Something that you have to discuss with this person is you marry them. Let's say they have a 750 credit score. That credit score is going to go down dramatically. It's something to consider with talking with your partner. Um, and it, you can hit rock bottom and come out. I hit absolute rock bottom. There's no, no lower than going bankrupt. There just isn't. You're starting over from scratch. And even though I went bankrupt, I had my, my car. It carried over. It got wrecked recently, as most people know. I have a new car. The, the Ultima got paid off. My credit score jumped. So now I'm at, I went from poor credit to fair credit. Things can happen. Things can change. And you can get a credit card that you pay for yourself, Christine, it's called a secured credit card. You put an amount of money on that and you spend on that money that you put on it and it can help build up your credit score and you can get out of this hole. Just some advice. All right, I know this isn't really the topic, win or lose, you're not, or at least you're doing something, but I just thought I would weigh my two cents in and try and talk. I'm going on mute. 
I'm not going to say that it's completely off topic. I mean, because I mean, is it off topic a little bit? But it's still along the lines of win or lose. At least you're doing something. So if you're doing something to trying to better yourself, as you know, such as trying to pay off a debt, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's still in topic. Like I can, I can twist it to be back in topic. I mean, I don't know how you guys view it, but I mean, I'm if I can, I'm gonna twist it back into topic. But that's that's just me. <clears throat> so not trying to be a dick here, Chris or Christine. But sometimes, if you are being offered a hand, and you do just want to take care of your shit, if you know it is a good, healthy relationship that you intend to have for a long time, and I know it's hard for us to do, and I did it too, you have to swallow your pride. You have to put it to the side. I know it's hard. You're like, no, I can fucking do this. Yes, you can fucking do this. But you can do it quicker and easier, and everything will be much smoother if you have... A helping hand but you don't want to take to a point to where it's going to hurt everyone you you have to do the you have to find that happy medium I'm going to mute. go ahead christine go ahead christine well it's it's not like i'm not accepting help because i am um but the also the other issue i know i talked to some of you guys about it before was like the overtime wasn't there for me and i wasn't getting you know, I was lucky if I got 40 hours in a week. Well, now we're back to doing overtime, you know, so will the extra money be there? Absolutely. Because with both of us working overtime together, guess what? That means, you know, the opportunity is there from both of us to not only manage our household and take care of all the bills, but for me to finally get caught up on this credit which is sad that the only thing that's on my credit is medical bills. I don't have any credit cards. I don't have anything in my name. Like, it's all medical. Now, if my kid would just stop slamming his hand into brick walls and breaking his hands and stuff like that, you know, that, that would lower the, uh, the, the medical bills that I have to pay. Get, it, get him a punching bag put up in the garage. Uh, I'm going to... I want to say two things. The other second is going to be like a piece of advice. But no, I, I get what you guys are saying of, you know, like accepting help when, it, when it's offered. Like it is, <laughs> I guess they call it like a trauma response of being abandoned and stuff like that, where you can't feel like you ever, you know, depend on people and this and that. It's part of that. It, it is definitely pride. Like what Tiffin said, like it is my pride of being like, no, you know, I got myself into this. I will get myself out, you know, and I, I don't want to hurt the person by taking, you know, from them by trying to fix my fuck up. But I do understand like what you guys said, though, you know, if we actually team together and took, took the problem on and face it together, then we would get it, you know, fixed and, 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 and better. Uh, so I, I, I do agree. That is like, you know, some, some thinking now, you know, to be honest, what will, will I accept the help? Probably not. Like, probably not. I'm a, I don't, I don't, it, yeah, I, 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 I created it. I want to take care of it. I want to get it done. I'm, I, I don't know how to say this. I'm a little bit financially better. My girlfriend's starting you know, like a stable. There we go. There we go. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, so I said I didn't know how to say it. So I'm a little bit more financially stable to where um, I am afraid that, you know, uh, she has started a, a new career that, you know, that she's been wanting to do. So I don't want to hurt to hurt in the process or, you know, or to feel like, you know, she can't get ahead. Um, now, the advice and I'm not I'm not a financial advisor. Uh this is, I know, one thing I did do the last time that I got my credit straightened around and um, basically good. Like one of, the, one of the things like I am pissed off about is that, you know, at myself is that I pretty much almost damn near had a 700 credit score by like, I think it was July time frame. And. It, you know, I busted my ass to get it to fucking there and almost a, just a year time frame. Um, so for anybody that's, you know, wanting to work on their their credit, that's uh, this is what I'm, I'm going to have to do again um, is basically it's called um, look, look him up. He can explain it better than I probably can. But it's called Dave Ram or he is called Dave Ramsey. And I believe it's called the snowball effect. Um, and basically what he says to do is make your. Make your minimum payments on all your credit cards or all your debt or whatever, any, any you know, like your debt, everything. You know, don't have to be just credit cards, but make your minimum payments. But try to find whatever it is, 10, 15, 20, 50, 100 bucks, and put that towards your smallest, uh, your smallest debt that you have. Pay that and, and keep doing that every time you can until you eliminate that debt. Then take whatever amount of money you were able to, you know, extra that you were able to throw at that one, plus that minimum payment that you were making at that one, and then put it towards the next debt. And then do the same until you eliminate it. And then, then eventually, basically it's like if you start out at a $50 payment for a minimum payment, then, you know, and you're throwing 25 extra dollars at it, you know, for, for, uh, uh, for the extra, you know, payment that you're making, you'll have $75 to throw on top of the extra or the, the, the next debt you have. And you just keep doing that It's a snowball. It, and then eventually you'll get to one of the big ones to where you're throwing a couple hundred dollars and you're probably, you know, sitting there thinking like, Oh, well, that's a couple hundred dollars I could use. Well, you got to be in that mindset of that's a couple hundred dollars that I was already spending to begin with. Cause I figured it up. Like my credit card payments is literally about, I think almost three, four hundred fucking dollars a month right now that I could be fucking, you know, sitting there and saving or putting it towards fucking something else. And, and, you know, like I'm, I'm pissed off of myself that I let it get that fucking way that I did that, you know? So that's a little piece of advice. Win or lose. At least you're doing something. You're starting somewhere. You're starting small, you know, um, what do they say? Fucking, uh, small, Small wins turn into um, big gains or big goals or, you know, small goals turn into big gains, some shit like that. All right, I'm shutting up. You know, progress is progress no matter how small it is. You know, just the little victories, the little, the little things can completely change everything. The little things eventually become the big things. Right. They really? And something is better than nothing. Right. Right. I, I agree. Like, I, I was more aggravated 
yesterday that I literally thought myself into my own fucking stress. Like when I realized I did that and, and you know, and I tried to explain to the girlfriend about that, it was like, I had no fucking reason to even do this. Like I was in a damn good mood before I sat down and started doing this. And then I got into one of my obsession modes and then I literally ruined my day by fucking letting myself fucking obsess about this and not changing my, you know, fucking, you know, what the hell I was doing. And I did it to my damn self, you know, stressed my own self out that was not even fucking needed. So little things. Was that after we talked? Yeah. Yeah. That was after. Damn it, Chris. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Knew I should have called you back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you got busy. I got busy. It was no big deal. Um, one thing I do, I do want to bring up before I forget is that, um, fellas and, and ladies like, like, you know, this is kind of a, 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 what a duo sex, whatever the fuck you call it. Like, I don't even know what the fuck call it, but pay attention to little hints, pay attention to little hints from your partner because, um, I caught it yesterday and, and I acknowledged it and I talked to her like, you know, we actually like, you know, when she said it, I instantly, I knew exactly what she was doing, but it was kind of after the whole um, credit card situation and me being stressed and talking about it and everything like that. And me kind of calming down a little bit, uh, which was like, I got to give my own self a pat on the back because you know, there was a few situations that I could have chose to take it out on her that I did not or take it out on the kids that I did not You know, freaking, I, I really had to reel myself the fuck in a couple of times just to keep myself from snapping at her or snapping at the kids. Like, it was my own fucking fault. But kind of afterwards, she was like, well, you know, I know you're sitting here stressing about money and everything. But she was like, you know, do you think we could sit down and, and figure out my finances? And because there's um, because I, I would like to make sure that, you know, we're still going and having little date nights and we're still actually, you know, um, date, date nights is, you know, still important. We talked about this. And like soon as she said it fucking little bells went off in my head and i was like yeah yeah we we will still do that like a date night to her isn't going out like you know freaking how we started was literally driving around you know fucking and just talking like that was our it was me and her time just us we literally just drove around in the car listening to the radio and talked the entire time so that was what she was meaning like she wasn't meaning like oh take me to a fancy restaurant or dinner or you know out or you know, whatever, like she was like, Hey, you know, we, we did talk about this and, but it was, it's been, it's been, you know, hectic, you know, since the holidays, it's been, you know, stressful, like everything, everything's starting to wind down. But I, I caught the little hint and the little like, Hey, I would like this. Like, you know, I would like if we did this basically sometime soon. So there's, you know, if you, if you really listen and you really pay attention to your spouse so when they're talking and you're not just blowing them off, they will hint and tell you exactly what they're wanting. So, you know, I, I just wanted to, you know, maybe that could help somebody fucking out there. Win or lose, at least you're doing something. We talked about it. <laughs> I, wa I wonder how many times next week I'm going to fucking say that on accident. <laughs> just <laughs> that whole fucking saying. Win or lose, at least you're doing something. <laughs> but it's the truth, though. Where'd you, what happened? <laughs> he got too excited about you talking. Oh. Fucking camera fell down.
crickets? I, I did have something. No, I, I did oh. have something, and then the, the fucking camera, camera distracted you. It did. It did so bad. Oh, so kind of off topic a little bit here, but it's okay. I'll accept it. I'll I'll allow it. <laughs> does how does she how does she feel about riding on a motorcycle? We've talked about that. Um, she's actually um, she's nervous. Uh, I believe she said she's never rode on it before, but it was something that like I enjoy. And she was like, she said she will definitely give it a, a try. Um, her, her one, her one aunt and, uh, not it's her aunt's boyfriend. So not technically uncle, but, uh, they ride. So they were like very excited to hear that, that I rode and it was like, Oh, you can go riding with this and stuff this, you know, this summer and this and that blah, blah. And so she was like, I talked about, it. I was like, I like to ride. Like you can, you can't like, it don't matter. I get on fucking go, but I would love for you to ride with me. I don't know how she's going to deal with bugs hitting in her face though. Like if you see us fucking wreck and, and go down behind you, Ed, then it was probably cause a bug hit her in the face and she freaked the fuck out because she does not like bugs. Like, she's ran from a butterfly. Literally, a butterfly. She said she has <laughs> ran from a butterfly. <laughs> we, we can, we like can get her a, a half home. Half home. That would be so cute on her. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah, a little half, a half home. I think it, it'd be all right. So, oh, no, I'm, I'm a little excited. I, I can't wait to get the bike back out. Can't wait for it to yeah. warm again. Tired of this cold shit. Get fucking Tiffin out there this time. There's a... I was just going right. to say, maybe I'll actually get on it this year. Right. There's a a road I found a few months ago. Really can't wait for it to be nice. I'm like, oh man, I want to go down this road. It's going to be freaking awesome. <laughs> the little things that turn big, guys. I'm telling you. The little things that mean the most. It's always the little things, just so y'all know. I don't like the way you keep saying little things about Ed. Like, don't talk about him like that. Ed, don't put up with that. He's a big man. He's a oh, very big, strong big. man. Oh. Exactly. That is the one and only acceptable time that you women can lie to us. We will accept. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a bad dude, man. Come to mind. What do I want? <laughs> you want a good road? Go down Horseshoe Bend. There you go. I bet you guys don't even know what I'm talking about. No, no, I don't. Out past Bruckner Nature Center in Miami County. It'll take you, it'll end up on 48. Horseshoe Bend Road. And you can't go any faster than 10 or 15 miles an hour. Not kidding. You will fall the fuck off. I like the the roads that have a little bit of curvature, a little bit of ups and downs, and the scenery. The scenery. The scenery. Oh, the scenery makes it all. Road so, all are you? Yeah. So, are you familiar with River Road? Yeah. yeah. So, I was down River Road not too long ago, and I found out that it actually follows the entire river. I'm like, oh my god. This is freaking awesome. Best time to go is at night when there's a full moon and it's hitting the river just right. It's so beautiful at night down there. For some reason, no. 
Oh, he might have. What? What happened? I'm here. Did you freeze? You hadn't moved. I, I zoned out. Oh, I zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's why I was like, what? What happened? My name was Richard. What? <laughs> I zoned the fuck out. I heard everything. Talking about Riverbend Road and Horseshoe Road and shit. But I was zoned. He was thinking about getting on that bike and just going for a cruise, man. He's like, hmm. Watching beer, Ed's beard blow in the wind again. I, I miss that. Good thing we're going to have ponytail holders, so this way he can put it in a little pony or I can braid it. That's what they braid it. Just don't uh, drive like a madman and skater and do that to try and impress her, Chris. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't act a fool. That's one thing on a bike I won't act a fool on. I don't even do that in cars. Like I No, I will not fucking act a fool on a bike. I like my life. I'm glad it's too dangerous. How how is she, how did how is she about loud exhaust? Because oh, that you, I you don't, might have to ride in know. front of me. Yeah, I don't know. Did you change your exhaust? We need to change my exhaust this year. If you change your exhaust, no. Mine sounds like a pissed off moped. I, <laughs> I know. Mine's loud as fuck. I love it. Not mine. We know, Chris. Oh. We know. We're talking about fuck motorcycles, not rice burners. That's what the fuck mine sounds like. Apparently, when I first got it, I didn't know it had two baffles in it, but I fucking took one baffle out of each pipe, and apparently has a, a second baffle. Now, when I first got it, that thing was quiet. Like, you couldn't even hear it start. Like, why in the fuck would you want that? Like, but, yeah. So now, now I either got to take another baffle. I want, I want some, I want some Vance and Hines. I want, I want the loud boy pipes. Oh, all right. Well, are we, uh, it's nine 30. You guys ready to wrap up? I do have some shit to say before we wrap up, but you guys still wanting to, to go. I just want to give you guys the option. I'm good. I'm good. You're good to wrap up or you're good to keep going. I'm good to keep going. If y'all want to keep going. Oh, either or. I don't care either way. Okay. All right. All right. Well, well let's, uh, try to get the fuck back on topic then now um i am going to kind of go off a little not off topic but uh see it see if i can do this hold on fucking give me a minute y'all can talk for a minute i'll let you know when i'm ready Ooh, baby 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 no. oh push him real good he said talk is that that song i think so it's the same song ain't it yeah uh, push it. Push it real good. I could not think of anything else other than those words the last week. And I'm like, what the fuck song is that? Oh, my God. I sing that song at work whenever I see people push and steal tubs of meat around. I'm like, do, 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 do. Push it real good. Do, do. Oh, yeah. It drives people crazy. They get pissed off. and I just laugh my ass off. You should listen to uh, Paperboy Solo G, uh, his song Push It. I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking hilarious. He really is. I wish that boy would fucking keep making music. Like He, he still is, but he, he's he got some talent. I, I love him. I wish he still did, still did his concerts down here at the Phoenix here in Sydney. Fucking, I used to go to those all the damn time with them fucking and sit, sit around because he used to get all the, uh, 
like the local rappers and everything together. And they, they were actually like, they, these boys weren't fucking playing. Like there was some damn good ones that fucking got up there. I think his last concert that he did was in uh, Flint, Michigan. Hope nobody drank the water. <laughs> uh, uh, I apologize to the little pygmies over in Africa and then and the African bread dogs. Okay, Larry the Cable Guy. I know where you got that. Lord, I apologize. Yeah. yeah, them too. Them too. So I'm I'm going to try to do this. I want to see if I have. I don't know. I don't know if I have the same fucking energy. I don't. I don't. I'm too fucking tired. I don't. I don't know if I can fucking do this. Send it to let me. I'll read it. Let, let me. Let me smoke a cigarette. Let me smoke a cigarette, and we'll fucking. We'll fucking. You can do it, Chris. We have faith in you. You can do it. You can do it. You guys keep talking now. All about fucking win or lose. Fucking at least you're doing something. So you guys were talking about roads to ride motorcycles down. I love, I know, I know Dark County is kind of a far drive for some of you, Tiffin and Ed. <laughs> but, uh, we love going through Webster, which is a really, really tiny town. It's got like, I don't want to say it's a river. It's a wide creek, but it's completely wooded. There's these nice, absolutely gorgeous turns and weaves and everything. Like, it is such a gorgeous, small little town. I think it's like on 185 or something like that. But that's that's like our favorite place to ride whenever we go riding. Well, not right now, but <laughs> next time we get another motorcycle. But uh, there's a lot of areas in Dark County that are very wooded that have nice roads that are just perfect for motorcycles. That's that's my favorite. Like I I love the like the trees like at the top overgrowing on the fucking road and and like connecting together like and it feels like you're in a tunnel or something like those are all those are always my favorite roads to find so one that i want to go to one of these days it's it's out of state so it'll be a little bit of a longer ride to get there but i think it would be totally worth it it's called the dragon's tail or tail of the dragon it's in uh what begins in north carolina and ends in tennessee i think is what it is I don't remember how long it is, but it's like 300 and some turns or something like that. I can't remember. It's like only 13 but, miles long. Right, but it's got like fucking curves galore. Like that is one that I, I really want to I want to take my time with and go through because I, I've heard a lot of good and bad things, like a lot of people doing stupid shit and just completely fucking themselves, wiping out and shit. But it's like, no, I, I want to do these curves at my fucking pace. Like, I don't want to be stupid. There's actually I've got a in big Ohio. bike. It does not, it's not nimble. What is it? What is it? I don't remember. It's a little one. It's, I mean, it may be called, like, the Little Tail of the Dragon or something, or the Mini Dragon or something. It's like, there, there, there is one a couple hours away or something. Go ahead, Christine. My bad. I didn't see your hand raised. It's okay. I was trying to think of the actor's name. The uh, actor who played in Boondock Saints, and he plays in... Um, Daryl Dixon. Yes, he's got that show where he rides his motorcycle all over the world, and that episode where he goes on that that uh, that road that Ed's talking about. 
Yeah. What is that name? I cannot remember. I don't know. It's Daryl Dixon. He'll always and forever be known as Daryl Dixon. Nobody cares uh, what his real name is anymore. Brother, me. Boondock Saints came out way before Walking Dead, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Boondock Saints. Me too. They're making a third one. It is legit happening. Legit. You mean a fourth one? No, a third one. They already had a third one. No, they only have two. Boondock Saints and All Saints Day. I thought All Saints Day was the third one. No, that's the second one. Huh. Okay. Oh, look at that thing. Alright, so I'm going to try it. I'm a little little awake now. Fucking, fucking nicotine, man. It, it just gives you that jolt. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. So I wanted to kind of this is kind of this goes with the win or lose. At least you're doing something. It's a uh, you know holding holding yourself accountable and having the, giving yourself the same amount of energy that you're actually expecting to others. Like so basically, and I got this from Eric Thomas. I'm gonna have to find the. Uh, uh, I think the video is U O U, and what he basically talks in there. Like I'm gonna put it into my own fucking basically you know thing but it's almost it's almost the same shit uh you're the one you know that especially like we're, we're gonna i know we 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 did a, a live a few weeks ago talking about um new year's resolutions are bullshit now i'm gonna take a different spin on this i still fucking think they're bullshit but how many of you not us four um yeah five uh i won't i only ever see the fucking you four I don't fucking see me down here, so I don't count myself. Um, you know, everybody else listening actually made a resolution, actually made a goal, you know, at the beginning of the year, and how many of you actually kept up with it? How many times have you actually done that in your life and not came, kept up with it? I think about this. How pissed off do people actually get when, I don't know why I keep saying fucking actually. Like, that's just, I don't know why. It just fucking keeps actually happening. So, we're going to run with it. But how many times in your fucking life has people gave you the word or told you they were going to do something or, uh, you know, was going to help you out or what, whatever, and they end up breaking their word? How many times have you got pissed off about that, but yet you don't give yourself, yourself the same energy? You'll get pissed off when somebody else breaks their word or doesn't do exactly what the fuck they're said. But when you say you're going to actually do something, you don't fucking do it. You don't hold yourself accountable in that way. You know, if it's a if it's a a, a thirty day back money guarantee, or you go buy something and you're guaranteed it's supposed to work like this or it's supposed to do that, you get pissed the fuck off because you were basically lied to. But you don't hold yourself accountable and you don't actually do what the fuck you said you were going to do. I think it's about time most of us, and I'll say most of us because I'm putting myself in this category because there's a lot of shit that I should be fucking doing with the group, with the nonprofit, with everything that I've kind of, you know, put on the back burner to get fucking other shit done and this fucking sickness that I just body cannot seem to fucking figure out its mind whether it's going to be sick or not. But most of us need to start holding our own selves accountable, having the discipline and giving, expecting the same energy that fucking the rest of us 
expect from others. That wasn't as good as fucking it should have been. But y'all get what I'm saying. Fucking like we fucking you know we we do sit there like I've I've kind of thought about this one since I've heard this the other day. And when I'm actually fucking awake and not so fucking tired and drained, then I you know I'm I'm going to fucking you know sit down and and do it again. But you know we we said you know fucking we're going to do this or you know I I've said you know I've said I'm going to do this I'm going to do that and although like you know yesterday I was kind of you know kind of pissed off at myself because it was like well I said I was going to do a live yesterday and I never got on and did one. Well, then, like, halfway through the day, I was like, wait a minute, I did a fucking morning motivation. Like, I actually got on there and did one, whether it was 20, 30 minutes. I still fucking did one, you know, so, you know, I had to, like, put myself in check. Like, you know, yeah, okay, it wasn't, you know, one of the other lives or, you know, afternoon live or whatever, like, but you did at least do something. So, you you, you, you showed the fuck up. You went win or lose, I actually showed the fuck up and did something. So, you know, I kept my word with that. But there's a lot of shit that, you know, fucking I want to I want to implement and plan and do. And it's I'm not holding myself accountable. And it's starting to piss me off. It's starting, you know, not at anybody else, but just at my, you know, really at myself. Because it's if somebody else was doing the same thing to me and constantly, you know, failing to show up or constantly, you know, giving you know me their word that they're going to do this or do that. I would be pissed the fuck off and I'd probably cut them the fuck out. I've cut them the fuck out, fight their fucking ass or fucking, you know, give them a serious fucking ass to. And it'd probably be all damn three, depending on how bad it fucking really was. But yeah, I'm not doing the same thing to myself. So, you know, I'm not going to, you know, fucking, I'm not, I'm speaking in general. I'm speaking in general. So nobody take this as I'm speaking to them. But, you know, if you said you were going to start losing fucking weight, then you should keep yourself accountable. If you said that you were going to start fucking saving money, then you should keep yourself accountable. If you said that you were going to fucking start a new career or, you know, work on this fucking goal or whatever it is, you should hold yourself accountable. Now, we'll get into this next week, but planning shit out, fucking, you know, having to sacrifice your time and doing other shit is all part of this. We're, we'll get into this more, you know, here probably in a few minutes when we cut out about what we're going to talk about next week. But I am, even though uh, it's been what, like, is this two weeks, three weeks we've been doing this now, guys? Two weeks or three? Two? Whew, fuck, it's been a long two weeks already. Two, two for the, the online group meetings, and we did one Sunday Okay, meeting. okay, okay. Whew, feels a lot longer than two weeks already. But, you know, I'm very proud of the fucking us getting in here. And doing these like we said we were going to do. Everybody showed up, you know, freaking when they said they were going to show up. We might have been late a few times, but, you know, because of technical difficulties and other shit. But, you know, freaking, we're holding ourselves accountable. You know, fucking, we're doing the shit. Uh, I know in myself, like, there's, there's, I think there is sometimes, like, we, we should sit down and, and be a little hard on ourselves. And kind of, you know, be like, hey, like, look, you fucking said you were going to do this. And, you know, maybe write some shit down and keep working at it. You know, the whole point of this entire week that we did was, you know, win or lose, at least you're doing something. And I think you should keep that in the back of your mind as more and more as we go throughout this year. Just show the fuck up. Actually do something. Because whatever the fuck you've been doing for I don't know how long, and letting your own self down, not holding yourself accountable, not doing your shit, 
has got you where the fuck you are right now. Time to stand the fuck up and it's time to change. All right, I'm shutting up. Don't what? make excuses, make changes. Right, yeah, there's there's that too. Um, I was going to say, I've got several things that I wrote down from last week. Um, don't discredit the stuff that you have accomplished. You guys have accomplished things. Don't forget about the things that you have accomplished. Like, you have come so far from where you were before. Keep going. Again, it goes back to my favorite saying. You want a lazy day? Fine. Do one thing productive. Just one thing. I don't care what it is. One thing. I don't care if it's putting clothes away. I don't care if it's watering the plants, you know, doing dishes, making dinner, whatever, one thing productive. And then I don't give a shit with the re what you do the rest of the day. You did one thing productive. Um, instant gratification. Just because you don't see change immediately does not mean that you're not getting anywhere. Things take time. And if something comes easy, is it worth it? It's going to come and go as quick as you got it. If it's hard, it's going to be worth it because you're going to make it a point to keep going and to keep maintaining and keep trying. Um, a letdown doesn't always necessarily mean failure because just because somebody let you down from doing something doesn't mean that you failed. It doesn't mean that the whole thing failed. It just simply means that maybe that wasn't the right time. Chris, we've discussed that I don't know how many times, you know, like <laughs> everything in the last few months, everything has happened for a reason. If this hadn't had happened, would we be where we are now? Uh, small victories are still victories. Um, I get stupidly excited over, again, the little things. You can you can ask Ed. I'll get something done, and I'll go run up and tell him, and I'll be like, look what I did. It's, it's the little things. You know, I've been putting together puzzles, and I'm like, look how far I got. Like, oh, my God. I get excited over it. It's the little victories, you know. Um, sometimes losing opens doors for other things that could be better so don't discredit the losing and failure what is failure um it's all on perception did you really fail or did it just not work out because there's something else there like keep going you don't know what could be hot could be behind that other door so i think that covered most of them. I mean, if you guys have something to add, go ahead. Failure is another chance, another opportunity to do it different, to do it better. Oh, and just because things don't turn out the way that you expected them to does not mean that it's a failure because Ed is a perfectionist. We've had this talk. He is a perfectionist. Everything has to be perfect. And I'm one of those like, oh, look, it, it's done. It's complete. Like, and he's like, yeah, but it has blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nobody will notice. To me, it adds character. It's, it's not a flaw. It's, it gives it more. Like, you, can, you, you did this. Like, it means more that you did it than you not doing it. I mean, it looks better than what it did two, three, four, five days ago or hours ago or years ago. So 
what difference does it make? It looks a hell of a lot better than what it did. Like, that is great. Is it perfect? No. But what in the world is perfect? Everything adds character. All right, go on. Just, just to clarify, I, I, I tend to be a perfectionist when it comes to something that I'm doing. I am not going to critique somebody else's work and say, well, it's not perfect. It could be better. It's no. When somebody else does something, like, dude, that's freaking awesome. Like, that's freaking fantastic. But when it comes to me doing it, if there's just the slightest little thing off, I'm like, nope, that's not right. I'm doing it over. So I, I, I am a perfectionist to, like, for myself. And does that make sense? Yeah. And it sounds like you're a perfectionist to an extent, to a certain level of an extent. For himself, he is. Like, everything has to be how he wants it. And if it's not how he wants it, he gets so frustrated and upset about it. And I'm like, but... But you did it. Like, I'm excited. Like, I don't care if it's perfect or not. Like, this is awesome. One of the things you said that I liked, and it reminded me of um, a quote by T.D. Jakes, which is a, uh, uh, a motivational speaker, uh, well, probably a pastor, preacher slash motivational speaker. Um, <clears throat> but he says a setup or a setback is a setup for a comeback. And that's, that's probably live I need to do freaking sometime. But it's a setback is a setup for a comeback. You know, we're talking about failures and stuff. Um, but I, I, I really like those, Tiffany. I, I did. That was, that was good freaking bringing those up. Thanks. I wrote them all down last week when we talked about it, guys. Like, I had it all written down. I had it done. Ha! Huh. You understood the assignment. <laughs> She was just waiting for that opportunity to insert those. I was, but but seriously, um, like I don't know, like again, small victory. I had that, I had that done. Like I, I was excited. Like you know, like you guys can, you can tell. Like I, if you focus on the big overall goal and not achieving it when you want to achieve it, you're you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Like set the small goals and set your stepping stones and if there's a setback don't don't fall back you know just take a step back analyze regroup and come up with a plan to adjust so Marie. hang on my computer's like dying The Marines have a saying, improvise, adapt, and overcome. Okay. Exactly. And you'll see me, like, Ed, Ed's seen it, Christina's seen it. You know, if something happens, I instantly go to, okay, well, what's worst case scenario? What's best case scenario? How can we work around this? Let's figure this out. You know, okay, it'll be fine. I got it. This is what we're going to do. This is, this is the best way to navigate through. So, Stacy in the comments just said, um, don't set the goal so high. And I, I agree, you know, don't set them so high to where you're like, you're basically setting yourself up for failure. But in that same sense, you can set, you can set that goal high and say, this is my end game. This is where I want to be. This is what I want, you know. But you need, but to get there, 
you have to break it down. You have to, you know, step by step, you know, you figure, you got to figure out all the little goals. You can have one big ass goal, but there's a lot of little goals all in the in between of getting there. Absolutely. Chris, you went through that this past summer being overwhelmed on having so many things that you needed to get done at once. And you knew what your goal was, but you had no clue how to get there. And when we finally broke it down, it was much more manageable. And that's, that's where sometimes we fail as humans. Like we want that, like not really fail, I guess, but we, we expect that instant gratification anymore. That's the instant, that's the, the day and age that we live is that instant gratification. You want to see results right now. You're not going to see results two hours after doing something or two days after doing something. It, everything takes time. You're building yourself up to get to where you want to be. So you're not really failing. You're just not where you want to be, which is okay. Just reroute and figure out a new path. Win or lose, at least you're doing something. At least you showed the fuck up and tried. I don't know the fucking statistics, but you're doing more than fucking 75% of the rest of the population where they're not doing a fucking thing. Yeah, like kind of to go along with like a, wanting that instant, gratif instant gratification. Like if you have a, say like a physical fitness goal, okay, and you're setting yourself like at this at this mark here by like one week or something ridiculous like that. Like, you can literally go to the gym and bust your ass five, seven days a week and not see any changes for two weeks. That is completely normal. Like, you, you're you not going to get overnight results. It, it takes work. And that that's with anything. I mean, that's just the, the point that I go to right off the top of my head. I, that, that's just what I go to. But any anything that you're trying to accomplish, it, it is going to take work. You. It does. It does. Um, I, I remember um, doing or talking about a live at one time where I talked about, you know, setting goals and, and, and everything like you got it. You have to break them down. You can't, you know, if you go out there and how I explained it, what basically the same thing Ed just explained, and I'm going to try it, you know, a different way is, you know, saying, you know, if you ain't never ran a mile, in your fucking life and your goal is to go out and run a mile, you're not just going to go out and fucking run one, one whole mile at one damn time. Especially, you know, if you're not, if, if you're not in the best, best health condition, if you're overweight or you don't fucking exercise or you're not even, you know, you don't even run. Like if you ain't never ran in your fucking life, then you cannot go out there and expect a whole fucking mile or run a whole damn mile at one time without, you know, having to stop and breathe and everything like that. You got to break it the fuck down. And, you know, how I explained it back then was you, you know, you set, set it down and, you, uh, and, and set little goals to reach that bigger goal, to reach the end achievement. And you sit there and basically, you know, do like, okay, I, you know, the first couple of days I'm going to run a block. And the second, you know, or, and, then, and then after that, then I'm going to run two blocks. And then, you know, then you, you just keep building up and building up, building your stamina by, you know, week four. You know, next thing you know, you're running a mile and you're like, well, how in the fuck, you know, but, uh, you know, how, how in the fuck can I do this before? But you, 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 you set the pace and you actually, you know, little steps 
make you know for big wins and big achievements. Oh, it, it's nine fifty-seven. Uh, oh, go ahead, Ed. Go ahead. Okay, I was gonna say if if you think of um, stair steps, like they go from one level to the next. When you look at it together, it's a lot. But if you take it one step at a time, you will get there. So it's a lot of little steps that add up to something large. Slow and steady wins the race. Absolutely. Win or lose, at least you're doing something. you got to just keep moving forward. Ladies oh. and gents, it's 10. Are we following? Yeah, I think so. That's what I, what I was about to say. You all good with that? Christine, you got anything to say? You've been awfully quiet over there. No, I've just been listening and doing laundry. Everybody does their damn laundry on this thing. Maybe I need to start doing my fucking laundry with y'all. Just fucking. I don't know why you're judging us like this, Chris. Stop it. I'm saying no. I'm fucking backed up on laundry. Like fucking. I'm saying. I'm saying it's a good idea. I need to be doing laundry instead of just sitting here. Well, I'm, you may not be able to see my background, but Ryan's putting clothes away right now. <laughs> I've never seen you do laundry, Chris. Are you uh, sure you even have laundry? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I just throw shit away. I just throw a fucking away like like fucking like uh, uh paper plates. I ain't fucking wearing this again. I ain't washing it. Throw it away. He probably <laughs> showers in it. Are you kidding me? That's how he cleans it. He takes a shower. Considering like I only really wear like two pairs of pants. I own like fucking probably ten. You know, fucking more, but I wear like two pairs of pants on a fucking constant basis, and that's my, that's my work farm pants. Like, it's all I ever fucking wear. Like, so I have two pairs. I need I need to get I wash those two pairs. I really do, but <laughs> I need to get fucking uh because of fucking COVID. Like, I can't find them in any of the stores, and if I would have ordered them four months ago then I would have had them by this fucking time because it was like two months fucking on back order and I couldn't order them. But like tractor supply only has like two colors. Well, when I got online and looked at like five, six different colors and like, Oh, you know, fucking, I should have bought fucking these. And then now, you know, like now I'm regretting it. Cause I'm like, yeah, if I would have bought those back then, then fucking, I wouldn't look like a dirty ass fucking wearing the same colored fucking pants. Like <laughs> all the fucking time, you know, I, it's funny you say you have two pairs of pants that you wear like in rotation like that's the same with my work pants I have I have several pairs of work pants but throughout the week I only wear two pairs and when they get wore out then it's I get rid of them and bring in a new one but like two pairs I, I just rotate two pairs I've got more but I just only do two pairs it's I don't know what it is but how it works I guess <laughs> And that is why I do laundry every other day. People just, just throwing it out there. Yeah, you got okay, no, not really. Too. We have we have we have too many damn people in this house to not do it every other day. Otherwise, you know, I'd end up in a week having like ten loads. And while well, who wants to spend a whole day doing laundry? Not me. So guess what? I'll do three loads every other day. Much more manageable. I'll give you ten loads. Shut up, Edward. Big old load. Yeah, right. One load a week. We don't go through that much. I do one load a week. Friday is laundry day, usually. Now, the other day was the Edward, you need to go pack your stuff. You're moving in with Chris, just so you know. I'll be there about a half hour. Better fucking hurry, buddy. I'm waiting. I'm we ready for put, bed. Uh, I need my snuggle bunny. That dog cage back there. 
And then he can literally get the dog out. <laughs> you threatened him too many times, Tiffin. Don't look at me like that. It's mine now. I'll, I'll, you won't disrespect my man. Yeah, his, uh, his kids will feed him with water, Tiffin. Maybe not when they're supposed to, but... Shit, I got a maid now. I got, I got a maid now. I got kids that clean. I got kids that cook. I got fucking... Sh house better never be dirty. Huh. Now I know the truth here, Chris. Now I know the fucking truth. Parasaurus kid, like, this asked me this you, morning. Good. This is why you've gotten, you know, fat and lazy. Now we know the truth, guys. Now we know the truth. Yeah, because I'm eating more than just fucking canned spaghetti. <laughs> fucking Tara's oldest kid asked me this I morning that I on. want some French toast and eggs, and I was like, I sure the fuck do. I, bet. I had my coat on, Chris. I went outside, and it was cold as fuck as I came back in. I don't blame you, bud. <laughs> I don't blame you. Our love can wait. Can wait till the warmer months. God always used to tell me, I had three kids so they could fucking clean my house. So, I kind of believe that. Exactly. Alright, guys. You guys ready to cut? Cut it yep. out. Oh. Uh... So next week's topics, um, we kind of grouped them together, but it's basically going to run down to holding yourself accountable. You got that right? Is that what we agreed on? And we're yes. going to have fucking Ed, Ed over here, the genius, the Albert Einstein. He came up with a mouthful and like, I could not fit that in a fucking title. I would never, ever remember that. Like three, three words, Ed, three words, like I'm simple. Okay. But. Not everybody is as smart and fucking beautiful as you are. But in but Chris, order to... Oh, baby, what, go baby. Ahead. Chris, you, you like the mouthful. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I do. Love the mouthful. Love the big loaded mouthfuls. Stick it in my dryer anytime. I'll wash his pants. <laughs> but if... <laughs> well... Uh, Ed came up with, in order to manage your time, you have to make sacrifices in order to plan your day. Fucking genius. Genius. But we're going to be doing making sacrifices, and these two are going to sound the same, but they're not. Managing your time and, and planning out your day. So you'll have to look forward to next week. Um, if you're not used to freaking us doing the uh, uh, our new schedule, we're... Taking a break for the weekend because we fucking deserve it. And we'll, I'll see you Monday. Then you'll see me and Ed on uh, Tuesday at 7, Ed. This is what time we're doing them. Bullshit with the beards. Yep. Wednesday is me. Yep. Thursday is me. And then Friday is another group live where we'll be discussing and trying to fucking stay on topic because we did not. No, no, we did pretty good tonight because we, we fucking like a lot of shit fucking. Actually, we could have turned it all around. So, yeah, holding yourself accountable. Look forward to it next week. Paid by and sponsored by. We, we need sponsors. By reading Rainbow. <laughs> There's a lawsuit. <laughs> uh, is this show even around? I don't yeah. think so. I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Shit. They wouldn't sponsor a bunch of foul mouths. Never mind. I don't want to go there. 
I straight did that to my son earlier today because uh, he had I, like some fucking Rugrats pajama pants on. I'm like, what the fuck you know about Rugrats, kid? Like, you don't you don't know shit about no Rugrats. And he was like, I watch it every once in a while. And I pulled that I pulled that bane on him. I was like, I was born with the Rugrats. I was molded with the Rugrats. Like, you know, freaking. I was like, you don't know nothing about Rugrats, kid. Repping them, you don't know nothing. Get out of here with your disrespect. Go ahead, Christine. So I thought Tiffin would be proud of me because you're talking about holding yourself accountable. That and if I don't, I have somebody else who's going to hold me accountable for my actions. I was a single parent for nine years. I could not keep a clean house, even if I tried for more than a minute. I have successfully keep, kept a clean house for a whole week. Woo! I'm so excited. I'm going to piss myself. I'm going to piss myself. So, so, did you keep the house clean? Or did everybody else help keep the house clean? There's a difference. No. Well, well yesterday, because the kids were here, they had to keep the house clean because, you know, we have a puppy who likes to chew on everything and pee on everything and poop on everything. But today it was just me. So while the camera was off, I spot mopped the floor and I did all the laundry and I picked up all the pieces of the dog chew toys that the dogs chewed up. And I didn't do dishes. I leave those for my boyfriend. Um, but I did everything else. So... That's a that's a that's a huge thing for me. I I am not a housekeeper. I am not a perfectionist. I am none of those things. I am chaos, but I'm trying. Who are you? I I don't know. Huh? I'm ha I'm having an identity crisis. You must be because I don't recognize this person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited I might piss myself. <laughs> I'm still on that. I'm going to use that, I swear. I'm going to use it for my girlfriend if I can, like, the worst possible moment. I can, like, like when we're about oh to God, have sex. Chris, no. When we're about to have sex or something. Be like, I'm so excited I'm about to piss myself. <laughs> no. Uh, do it. Do it. Yes, no. Yes, do it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm done. I can't handle y'all. I won't do that at your guys' wedding too. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you, guys, you guys have never. I don't. I don't know if anybody saw Stacy's comment. It said, "Oh Lord, Tiffin, how do you do deal with the two of them? Not very well." <laughs> I really said as little as possible, which is not possible. It's a lot all the time. <laughs> Go ahead, Becky. What were you saying, Becky? push a human outside of a hoo-ha, you don't understand the meaning of, I'm pissed myself. I'm just saying. And I know look, look, <laughs> look, let's not do that holier than thou, like which sex is better, because because at one time everybody on earth pissed themselves. So that ain't no big achievement there just because y'all pushed a, a, a human out your hoo-ha. You have never struggled to cross your legs and sneeze without peeing yourself, I'm sure. Or cough or laugh. 
Have you given birth? Do you know what it's like to have your bladder jumped on? No. No, you do not. I've took a big enough shit that I felt like All I right, gave well, birth one time. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I was pretty proud. I took pictures with it and everything. It was like, this is my newborn baby. Look at here. That's exciting. Oh. I know. It was a pretty shitty thing to say. I apologize. It's a pretty shitty thing to do. How the fuck are we friends, dude? Like, I don't, I don't get this friendship going on right now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. In my life, who have taken a big shit, took a picture, say, "Oh, look here." I'm yeah, we just lie. might as well wipe this friendship away. <laughs> well, sorry, Ed. Go ahead. It's going down the. It's going down. This the is train, going down please. the train. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In all reality, guys, this is why I love our friendship. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Yeah, it really is fantastic. <laughs> Somebody needs to send us to the penitentiary. <laughs> oh shit! Y'all think we we're bad now? Like you should have seen, heard us before we got on here. I was, we were bad. Like I didn't even know if we were going to be able to be serious tonight. <laughs> oh yeah. Sometimes you need to cut up, though. Sometimes you need to cut up and just fucking just have fun. It's the best way to open it, and it's the best way to close it because yeah. you're coming in with a good dude, and you're going out with a good one. At least we're making Stacy laugh sometimes over here. Sometimes you have to have fun and games. Stacy, I hope you're feeling better. I've been praying for you. All right, guys, I've got a beautiful woman behind me. I'm so fucking excited. I'm about to piss myself, so I need to get off here. <laughs> so you're so disgusting. <laughs> Wait till I get you in bed tonight, babe. Then I'm gonna be I so excited it. I'm gonna shit myself. Piss yourself. Yeah, I think she's packing her shit now. <laughs> she's done. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's been a, it's been a good night. We're fucking gonna close this. It's ten o'clock. It's ten fifteen. We're gonna. Next week we'll catch you all holding your uh, yourself accountable. Been a great week. Proud of everybody of showing up and and us you know staying sticking to topics and shit. I think it's been a pretty good week. I like this this whole new topic and schedule thing. Uh, win or lose, remember win or lose. At least you did something. Anybody else got any closing statements before we before we do the the fucking closing line? No, because we already plugged next week. So, yeah, I think we're good. All right. Well, uh, anybody want to do the closing line? Or is it going to be me? Or is it going to be me and Ed? Or Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. Don't, don't you ever disrespect that word again there, Becky. Say it. Say it right. Put some fucking respect <laughs> on fucking Ed's friggin' word. Absolutely. Uh, with that you guys uh, it's, been a, it's been another great live remember oh shit I about fucking went into the whole show by myself always remember two things you guys strong on what you think and you're not alone peace peace, peace.
When I was just a young buck Mama always told me, son, keep your head up I started hustling in the street cause I was fed up At the age of 13, just trying to get my bread up Didn't know my father, he was murdered in cold blood That's why I have no remorse and never show no love Hoping I piss you off, I really give two fucks Burning my old bridges, trying to find me a new plug And knowing that I needed to change Always taking from people who probably needed the same But I was deep in the game and running deep with my gang And if my pockets was low, then we was peeping your chain Boy, gotta come up somehow Instead of running these streets from sun up to sundown, I gotta change my mindset. It ain't no wondering why now that it wasn't my time yet. And why we gotta learn the hard way? Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. And I'ma do whatever it takes to keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to. I can never get enough of. What did you do? This is what I did. Yeah, I followed through with the plans. Washing my hands, I'm through with chasing these bands. Found hope, put down dope. Becoming a man, picking up the number two and letting go of the grams. I, I never thought that I could make it this far to eating caviar from stealing stereos from your car. You'd be a fool not to change and try and better yourself. Better quit while you ahead, don't get ahead of yourself. And then, truth, you'll find peace and find me. Blowing on pine trees, trying to fill up a dime piece. No more popping my nine piece. Or stopping the grind streets. Don't take life for granted, cause boy, you know your time's least. And life is what you make it. Better take the music that you dance to and face it. So next time a hater says you can't make it, let that be your motivation to show them that you was destined for greatest. And why we gotta learn the hard way? Doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. And I'ma do whatever it takes to keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to. I can never get enough of that tough love. When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'ma get back up. Never get enough of that tough love. When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but I'ma get back up. See, change is inevitable, so it's never too late to make a difference as an individual, because we got to do that to become better as a whole, all for one, and one for all. And why we got to learn the hard way, doing things that we know we ain't supposed to. To keep the devil on my back to get to where I'm going to I can never get enough of that tough love When push comes to shove, you can kick me while I'm down, but